Alright guys, how's it going? Welcome back to Halloween Hideout. It's just me today, and I'm going to be giving my review for Final Fantasy 16. And boy, after putting a little over 40 hours into this game, it is probably my game of the year if Eternal Nights doesn't just snuff that. And Eternal Nights is a game that I am looking forward to. But, before we get into this, sorry about the podcast, uh, we haven't been frequently uploading, you know, we've been doing them, I just gotta upload them, uh, life's been in the way, I do nothing but work, 12 hour shifts, 60 hour one week, 24 the other hour, we can just trying to rest and catch up on stuff, uh, but we will, I will be uploading those as soon as possible, so thank you for listening, thank you for understanding, thank you for sharing. But, Final Fantasy 16, so you start off with your character Clive and his family the Rosfields and as you progress to the story you see exactly what happens to his family what happens to this what happens to that and you learn that you wield a power called the icon which is the summons you know like Bahamut, Ifrit, Phoenix, Shiva, Odin yeah those the, the, yeah that's what they call the icon that's what they're called icons in this one and the dominance which is the person who houses that power or the icon power well that's what they call Adamus and uh, character Clive has a special ability so if you don't want to listen no more here's your spoiler warning he has the ability to steal other icons so for instance Garuda Titan Bahamut Shiva Odin you get those abilities and that can affect how your gameplay is and the gameplay itself is very smooth they give you rings to start with uh, you got ring of timely evasion ring of attack and ring of something else I forgot what they are uh, and these rings can affect your gameplay I use ring of timely evasion a ring of uh, a timely assistance or something like that where I like to your skills you having to go and press the button combo to activate them and uh, it is very much like Devil May Cry is very stylish it is very fun and especially when you get into the icon battles it is very cinematic it is very awesome it is very very well thought and played out oh my god it's a beautiful beautiful combat system and a beautiful game all around especially if you're playing on like a 4K TV, even if you're playing in 1080, it's still very, very awesome looking. Uh, but if you got a PS5, you're probably playing a 4K unless you've got a really nice 1080 TV, which I play on a 1080 when I'm streaming or if I'm just in my room, I'm on my 4K. But enough of that. Uh, the story is very political. So I'm not going to really try to spoil too much of that because you need to play the game. I would just say that this game goes from time skip to time skip. It has some time skips in there. And it is phenomenally how they do this. I'm glad, I'm glad they went back to square one, back to the roots Square did with this one. Because it just it, it made the game very fun, very awesome, very needed. Uh, the characters the characters you can get attached to them very quick there's main character Clive there's Jill there's Torgo which is 
best dog in any video game. Torgal is awesome. Jill is the waifu. She is uh, Clyde's interest, love interest. There's Joshua, his brother. There's Sid. Of course, there's a Sid. Every Final Fantasy game has to have a Sid, just about. There is Sid. Uh, there's Gav. There's Otto. There's Mid. There's Annabella. There's Dion. There's all these characters that make the story compelling. And you'll meet certain characters throughout your adventures. And one of them that I've I grown to like is their uncle, Byron. He's very comical, very much like, a, like like an old man who's trying to boast like he's still got some age in him, but he's like, oh, no, fighting, fighting, let me just eat, let me just eat this meal while they're fighting. It's very funny, very comical. Uh, there's a lot of side quests, and there's also hunts. You can take on uh, bounties to hunt these targets. I kind of steered clear of the side quests and only did uh, the hunts that you had to do in the story. Because I don't like, uh, I don't want to spend another 40 hours doing side quests. You know, it's not a Persona game where I'm, where the story will take up more majority. You can beat this game within 40 hours or more if you're watching the, you know, you probably beat it less if you're not watching the cutscenes. I got a little over 40 hours into this game. Uh, and I pretty much killed everything on the road up to you know the place where I got my destination had to be and I was able to keep a couple levels above everything else so you stick to that out you'll be fine if you want to do every side quest I got a buddy right now who's been streaming it he is way above the level pacing uh, at least from what I saw but I don't know if it scales to you or not uh, I'll just know that I was always a couple of levels above him but anyways uh, these characters are fantastic. Your equipment, you can forge equipment, you can upgrade your equipment, and then they'll get out of date, so you forge again, you make better armor. Uh, you learn to hone these icon abilities for your playstyle, and trust me. Trust me, it's, it's got phenomenal, phenomenal gameplay and cinematic stuff to these when you do these special abilities and combos and stuff. Uh, certain enemies will have a stagger bar where you got to break that bar and then they'll be staggered for so long until you build that bar back up and then you have to take it back down. Uh, a lot of bosses and mini bosses or like bigger threats on the field will have these bars. They're not hard per se to take down, it's just you got to be more minded of when you need to attack. They also got this thing called perfect dodge. Uh, now Clive if you see an attack coming, you dodge out the way, you'll get a perfect dodge, you can automatically go back in for an attack to get to afflict the punishment, to afflict more damage. And trust me, it is awesome. The Ring of Timely Evasion does not sometimes works, sometimes works for this, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, sometimes there's some big attacks that this ring doesn't uh, dodge, so you have to figure out the dodge timing yourself. And throughout this, journey you're gonna learn Clyde's purpose and what Ultima has for him being what they call mythos like I said spoiler one at the beginning and then yeah I mean it's a roller coaster of emotions you're going through this game especially with some of the characters you get attached to and some of this and some of that but overall I really really enjoyed this game 
I really didn't do much with the uh, the hunts or the side quests. I really can't tell you much about that, and I'm sorry if this is just sounds like something like rambling. So I apologize for that one. But either way, I'm gonna have to give this one four out of five crows or eight out of, like a nine a nine point five out of ten. Like I really enjoyed this game. The story was fantastic. It's my game of the year if Returning Ice just doesn't take it and knock it out of the park. And from what I played at the demo on Steam, it looks like it might just do that because that is, is awesome. If anybody knows, I am a Persona fan and that whole entire dating aspect of Persona where you build up these lovely um, relationships with your, with your confidants or your friends. It looks like Returning Ice is doing that. It's like a dating sim action game, and I'm just all about that. So that might be my game of the year. But if not, Final Fantasy 16 is most definitely the contender. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom is not, just because I felt like I was playing Breath of the Wild again, but I need to give it more time. That's just not going to happen anytime soon. But anyway, thank you for listening to my review of Final Fantasy 16. Uh, I'm going to try to get Shredder's Revenge Shell Shock Dimension up soon as well that dropped as of today august 31st when this recording is uh i will try to get my review of that up as well uh i'm trying to also make another youtube channel where i uh rec record my gameplay and i give my reviews for that as well but like i said i do nothing but work 12 hour shifts you know one week i work 60 the next week i do work 24 hours but you know within that Seven, uh, five days I'm off I'm, I'm trying to rest or I'm trying to catch up on stuff so uh, bear bear with us and there will be more podcasts to come uh, sometime in September I'm going to have uh, some guests and Xander and Shano rank I say rank they're going to place 25 games from 1 to 25 so they're going to rank these games and it's going to be very interesting to see how this goes I'm going to try to get you know all the guests I had on before for this but anyway guys thank you so much for listening sorry for rambling and sorry for not posting as much as i should i hope y'all have a lovely day and thank you for hanging out with the hideout